nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd. Holy crap, are we nerdy? Welcome to Nerdables. This week we are going to be discussing the 25 years of Jurassic Park. I almost said Jurassic World, but yeah. Jurassic Park. Dinosaurs. From here Slash from here and back again. The dinosaur's tail. That's what I said it would be. Dinosaurs do have tails. And spelled tail T-A-I-L. Cool. Yeah. Isn't that cool? <laughs> totally <Wow>. cool. <laughs> oh, we're off to a great start. <laughs> I figure Chris should be happy with this one because he gets to talk about dinosaurs for an hour or more. All the scientific breakthroughs and the research and discoveries. How accurate Jurassic Park is to the real world. <laughs> well, it doesn't take place in the real world, so it's not accurate at all. How do you know there's not really? Huh? Our government could be lying to us. It just hasn't told us yet because there no, hasn't been. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have been the government. It would be Amgen. They haven't done it yet because Newberry Park hasn't been run over by T-Rexes, <laughs> which I'm perfectly fine with. <laughs> um... So, we had Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom come out last week. Yep. It's been a week. Not doing as feels well like, as... It like it's been forever. Not doing well, as well as Jurassic World did. They usually don't. Right. it's the second one. Yeah. After it's been gone for Well, I remember, while, the, so. for so long it was like sequels were automatic, and then now it feels like sequels <laughs> are not. But you have some sequels that beat the first. It's well, Deadpool two did nothing compared to Deadpool one. Not, no. de- yeah, it's just because the novelty of it is gone. Right. And you could say the same thing. You have a novelty in Jurassic World in in the trailers of the park working. They finally get the park to open. Yeah. I mean, that's the tagline of the park is open, and then of course everything goes wrong. Yeah. Do you think that a lot of the la- I was going to say fallout from this one would be because it looked in some of the trailers like it was just Lost World again? Well, the first one was very much Jurassic Park. I've said this for years. If you're going to have a Jurassic Park film, you've got to understand the caveat is it's dinosaurs on an island. Right. Or dinosaurs getting off the island. That's it. You're not going to have a Jurassic Park film and be like, it's Jurassic Park. They go back in time. Right. It doesn't make any sense. So if you go with the premise, I know people are like, oh, I don't like Jurassic Park 3 because they just go back to the island. I was like, what did you expect them to do? Where did you expect because them all, to Because all you bitched about for Jurassic World uh, Jurassic Park Lost World is that they got off the island. Right. Like, oh, I hate the T-Rex scene because I don't want them off the island. I'm like, and throw they, up your hands. And, and they go, went what? back to the island at the end yeah. of that movie, so... They're like, no, 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 you stay there. And now all of those creatures are dead. <laughs> the viral marketing for it was... The one thing in Jurassic World and Jurassic World Final Kingdom... Fallen Kingdom, Final Kingdom, is that the marketing for those, the viral marketing as if it's in the world was fantastic. Oh, yeah. The Mizrani website that's still up. Yeah. And then the viral stuff for this. The Final Kingdom's the next one. Probably. Probably. Could be. Could be that or, or could more be like, Malcolm. It could be like the... <laughs> Dinosaurs. Jurassic, Jurassic World, more Malcolm. Cause <laughs> like, Jurassic World, dinos in space. Could be like the Planet of the Apes type deal. Seems Dino, like dinos it. Dinos take over and then... I don't, think, I don't think they'll ever go that I far. I mean, it's, it's really going to be... I mean, it's... It's, it's, it's going to be more of how they adapt to the wild again. Would be more of humans trying to kill them in the world. Spoilers alerts for all of you. If you haven't seen it, don't listen to this at all. Um, um, do you think that the movies have gotten better now that they're not beholden to the book? They've never really been beholden to the book. That's true. If you read, especially if you read Lost World, which was commissioned by Universal for Michael Crichton to, to write a sequel. And there's parts of that book that are dumb. There's parts of that book that are actually really, really good. That book's not as bad as people think it is, and it doesn't have them getting off the island. But it was fascinating to... The, 
to have the book Lost World by Crichton address some of the things that he has in the first book. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a part in the book that addresses some of the, not necessarily issues, but actions in the first book. So the Tyrannosaurus not being able to see because there's no movement based on the idea that there's some amphibians that do that. Mm-hmm. Even when I read it in 92, I was, that's dumb because it's a scavenger. It would eat things that don't move. In the second book, the paleontologist that's in it, and someone mentions it, and he says, no, he just didn't need him because he's not hungry. Like, if he had eaten a goat or something within the last hour, he wouldn't actually care about eating anyone. Oh. It's just a ter- – he, he describes the t- attack as an entire territorial thing. Mm. He's expanding his territory into the road because the fence is down, and he sees these things as a threat. And once he gets rid of them, which he does when he's standing in front of Grant, both of the cars are gone, yeah. he just doesn't care. Well, when you look at when you look at a reptile now, you know, a living reptile now, they don't eat constantly every day. Well, dinosaurs are not reptiles. True, and they're not birds. I went to the Natural History Museum on Thursday with my quote unquote niece and nephew, my best friend's kids, and one of the things in there that they tell you is one of the 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 traits that they kind of assigned, not assigned, that they feel confident in is there if things that both reptiles and birds do. They both lay eggs. Uh-huh. They both build nests. So we, we believe, and we obviously have proof of that. Right. Birds have a higher metabolism. Reptiles have a very slow metabolism. So we don't know. We think that dinosaurs have a higher metabolism. When you, when you look at the bones and the way that the, the, the blood vessels would go, go through them, it looks like a higher metabolism, but we don't know. There's no way to, to find out. So it could be somewhere in between. It's, a dinosaur is not a reptile. That's why it's called a dinosaur. It evolves from a reptile. Mm-hmm. The mosasaur that you saw in Jurassic World is a marine reptile. It's very, it's listed as a, it's, it's a reptile. It's a true reptile right. that's, that's there. Pteranodons and, and the flying creatures are air reptiles. They are true reptiles. Dinosaurs are not reptiles because they don't they don't share all of the traits that would classify the genre. They also don't share all the traits that classify as a as a bird. They're their own. They're their own. Uh, I don't want to say species because species altogether, uh, fauna. Yeah, you know, or whatever. Right. Or genus. They're their own genus or, or what have you. So there are traits within every dinosaur, whether it's a Tyrannosaurus rex, a Triceratops, a, a, a Brontosaurus or Brachiosaurus, or a duckbill. There are certain things that make it a dinosaur. Part of it's in the ankle too, which is the bones that are there and the number of bones and stuff like that. But it doesn't make it. You, you can't just assign reptile traits or bird traits exactly. Sure. So you can't take bird traits and go, well, that's what a Deinonychus or Velociraptor would be like because it's very much like a bird. It's not, though. And it's the idea that they evolved into birds is that the line, wherever it breaks off, they start to share traits. And then birds evolved into what we now know as birds. They're all from the and same. And reptiles yeah. evolved into what we know as reptiles. Well, reptiles, the reptiles didn't because they break off well, way. certain. Reptiles break off all the way. We're talking about the movies. Um, reptiles and dinosaurs break apart before the Triassic period because we have crocodiles that have lived on this planet for well over 150 million years. Right. Basically the same that we see them now. Sharks are the same thing. So you watch Shark Week and you always have that one that just goes, nature perfected this predator 150 million years ago and has barely done anything to change it. Right. Same thing with a crocodile. A crocodile almost exists the exact same way. Sizes are different. But it looks like the physiology and its behavior would be very, very similar for a crocodile that lived in the Jurassic period 
alongside the dinosaur and a crocodile that lives in, 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 in Africa today. So taking that idea, you know, that a, cro- a crocodile from 150 million years ago, its behavior is pretty much the same as it is now. With what we saw at the end of Fallen Kingdom, which, as we said, spoilers, when the dinosaurs are set free on, main, free. on the mainland, mm-hmm. you kind of get this feeling that they will just be kind of like wild animals that, you know, there's some that are larger than others. Some, some are, you know, I mean, if you go in the woods yeah, some, and are, some are extremely large that are, they're not hard to find i mean right but i mean but the you idea kind of like, feel like whatever this next film is going to be is them hunting these ones down to to capture them or what have for what they released not going to be hard i don't care like oh it's in the forests of northern california right. it's not that hard when you have when you have a, a a sauropod which is if it were to rear up on its hind legs would be almost as tall as a redwood like it, that's not going to hide anywhere right you know you need is a helicopter there it is so all of these dinosaurs must be very fertile because you know they would be hunted very quickly. There were never any pairs. They didn't bring any pairs, did they? Didn't look like it. No. Yeah, it looked. And they like also, singles. they've never, they've never said in in this, not new continuity, but in this new story or whatever. The world ones. Yeah, they've never said whether they breed or not. Right. And remember, breeding in the movies, especially in the in the first one, because breeding is a huge problem in the book. Yeah, it means nothing in the film. The, well, the that's because scene, they ended you, up with you, a. Se- well, no, if you watch, if you watch the film, I just read the book before I went to see Jurassic World and read the book for the sixth or seventh or even eighth time. I'd forgotten a lot of it too. Breeding means something because it's part of Ian's assertion that there's no way they can control these creatures. Right. And well, they're all females. We can control them. No, they're definitely breeding. And then there's the great scene where he figures out it's like yeah your numbers are totally off no there's 238 dinosaurs and look here all 238 are here well that's because you keep searching for 238 put in a parameter of 400 and all of a sudden they have 338 animals like where the hell did all these because they're breeding and it meant something because that's how they were getting off the island right the book begins with compies on the costa rican mainland and it ends with the idea that there are possibly raptors on the mainland and then they just throw all that out in the movie, breeding doesn't matter. He just sees the egg, and it's like, oh, Ian was right. Life finds a way. The end. Right. Let's get back to the thing so that they can blow up the island, which they never do, which they do in the book. Um, so, but in our world sense, we they've never addressed whether they're all female, whether they can breed, whether they're a natural population to a certain degree, whether all of these dinosaurs in the in the the plant eater paddock, the, you know, they're in the gyrosphere and they're going through the triceratopses and hadrosaurs and, and things, and it's just the most beautiful. It's like, I, I, I could live in that ball. I'd live in that ball. But you don't know if it's a natural if it's a natural breeding or are they just doing what they were originally doing, just injecting an ostrich egg and having these creatures come out. Right. Now, but, we, well, know, they we know in, in the, the Site B that they started to breed because in Lost yes. World, when they go back, there's babies. For, you know, so technically, the there still should be a Site B. No. In the viral uh, marketing for this... There's an explanation that everything on site B dies. And the kind of reading between the lines is that the Spinosaur, once it kills the T-Rex, has a gigantic territory in which it just starts to kill everything around it. And then eventually, once once Monsrani takes over, whatever's left, they move to Jurassic World. I was about to say, yeah, because they, okay. they mentioned that in the movie saying, oh, we moved everything from... 
Yeah. Site so B. Or, everything. Yeah, Site B is, is good. So everything that that is not on the ship is, is gone. Everything is, unless they, you know, they'll probably retcon like, oh, someone escaped to the mainland or whatever. But yes, as far as we know right now is the, the dinosaurs that are, that are, that are rescued by this terrible group of people are the only dinosaurs that are left. Everything right. that's, that's off, that, that's let out of that compound are the only dinosaurs that are left. That Everything on, on, on Isla Sorna, on Jurassic World is dead. Everything that was on Isla Nublar which is site B had been either killed already or had been moved. Now, and they stopped having the the Jurassic Park enzyme that kills them if they don't get the injection. Yeah, again, they, they don't have. They've never brought that up again. It was the, right. The the, the, the lysine thing. So I mean, which so, obviously, and, and again, if you read the book, even in the book in Lost World, it's like, well, then you must have injected it in in the later groups because these earlier dinosaurs that were left on site B, none of them die. Right. <laughs> they, they don't all die of, of the life. You kind of just, just push that out over here. <laughs> we'll we kind of leave those things. That. How much is Universal paying me? Yeah, I can forget about that. Okay. It's the midi-chlorians in Star Wars. They just kind of gotten forgotten. No, he was going to make a whole series about them, and everyone's really excited. <laughs> Next, well, on Star Wars Declassified. Yeah, we'll, we'll save that for another episode. Um, as somebody that that was a fan of the book, and that's been a fan, of, <clears throat> are these new Jurassic World movies still living up to what you would want in a Jurassic movie? I've enjoyed them. I enjoyed Jurassic World a lot because I'm. I mean, I'm. I've been, always been into dinosaurs, not as much as you have, but I've enjoyed every one of them. Yeah, I mean, look, if you give me. A pretty decent film with dinosaurs in it. I'm probably going to enjoy it. Yeah, you know, you give me Carnosaur or whatever, where it's a puppet and it's just gore, stupid gore movie. I'm like, no, no, I'm not interested. But right. So let's uh, let's just talk uh, Fallen Kingdom for a little bit. I know we kind of have been hitting around everything. Um, Fallen Kingdom. I thought I, I was skeptical about the movie going into it. See, I mean, you know, I mean, dinosaur movie. Skeptic, well, you saw the trailers though, too, right? I the, saw the, the trailers. Second, the second trailer, that movie would have been a lot better if it never had a second trailer because you didn't know where it would go. Yes. Once you saw the second trailer, I was able to piece together what I thought would be kind of the bare bones of the of the plot very early. Right. Because he had also said everything you saw in the first trailer, which is all on the island. Uh, Trevorrow, who's the producer and been. Benora, Beorna, Benora, I think, yeah. who's the director, had both said that's you've, nothing you've seen is in the last two thirds of the film. So that combined with when you get the the pictures of the the Indoraptor in the cage and some of the other stuff that you see, well, the Indoraptor in the room where he's yeah, going after the, and then you're like, okay, so obviously they get off the island, right? And we know that that the last two thirds of the movie is pretty much or last half of the movie or whatever yeah. is all off the island, right? You know? So you go into it and you know, like, we're going to leave the island at some point. And so it kind of, the, the, the stuff on the island was fascinating, but it's really quick. It is a fast movie. Oh, it's like, very it's fast. Like, it's boom, 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 boom. Well, the island stuff is very, very fast. Yeah. And then when you get off the island, it does slow down a little bit. The only, probably the, the, one of the good things of it being that fast there is, you, you know when you're going into it, like, there's got to be some ulterior motive here. Right. With this group. Mm. And, you know, it's the Lost World Syndrome. They go and then it's like, oh, there's a second team. Why did Hammond set a second team? It's not Hammond who sent the second team. Yeah. Right. Now you have those two diverging forces, uh, or converging forces, excuse me. In this, you're like, we know they're going to turn, so they just get to it really quickly. They don't hold, try and hold you in this suspense where as an audience you're going, 
we know these guys are there's something wrong with them. Yeah. yeah. It's very early. Where's Blue? Found him. Clunk. Doors closed. <laughs> Lava's coming in. Weird looking Baryonyx shows up and somehow gets out, I guess, because he's on the thing with the ch- chopper. Beth, Beth had a problem with the uh, when Chris Pratt gets shot with the uh, trank mm. and that whole scene where he's just kind of flopping around and moving away from yeah. the lava. She said that was the one scene that just kind of took her out of it. I said, I didn't mind that scene. She that was, was but, fine. but he wasn't as funny in this as he normally is in a lot of his movies. It's a more and I was like, I'm fine with that. It's a very dark film. Oh, it's very dark. Well, he's a dark director, so yeah, it's very. What was what was his one before? Orphanage. Yeah, he did. uh, He's done like horror movies, right? Right. He's done. Yeah. Well, he's also done the Impossible, the one about the monsoon over. Oh yeah. uh, India. Um. Oh wow, that was him. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so this movie has one of the saddest moments I think in cinematic history. Are we on? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I figured. Thing so, on? I figured click, much, click. <laughs> um, the scene as the ship is leaving and the island is being taken over by the volcano, all of a sudden the camera pans around and you see a Brachiosaurus standing at the end of the pier looking oh, like... It's not, it's not standing at the end of the pier. When it, when it goes to it, it's still headed down the pier. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's slowly. That's, that's the and the sound that they've used and yeah. everything. So it it hits you in so many different ways because they personified some of these these animals so so well. And then as the 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 basically the ash wall and smoke wall hits it, and there's and yeah, it, smoke and, and it, fire, yeah, yeah. And it comes up into the same. It's the exact same pose as the first brachiosaur you see. In Jurassic Park, and Baynard said they, they crafted it to say this is the end of this fantasy. This is the end of this dream of having the island, and you barely talk about it. <laughs> I know, I uh, <laughs> someone put someone put like that image on Instagram. They like painted it or whatever, uh, and I just put no. It looks fantastic, but no, and flip through. It was a gorgeous but shot. When you uh. see that and you realize kind of what that scene is. The second half of the movie means so much more because, like, the idea of the island was a fantasy. This is what we would really do. Right. Is the commercialization of it, of selling it to people that would use it as, you know, as as sport or use it as some sort of, you know, fighting, you know, pit fighting animal. Well, that was was something that Trevorrow had said. Jurassic World was the corporate greed and that side of humanity. This movie is more about the human greed and... Yeah, how bad the human. But in terms of just that, that black and white of them saying that this idea of 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 this park was always a fantasy because no one would actually do this. They would do what we're going to do, which is sell the animals to the highest bidder yeah. for whatever. Which you know, what do you think? Again, well, I mean, the, honestly, the, the book has think? a lot in that too because the book is the book kind of flips Gennaro and Hammond. Well, not really flips them, but. In the original Jurassic Park book, Hammond is very much a commercial guy. He's like, we're going to make this park. We're going to charge $10 million a day. And every, just the rich people will show up. And we're going to make so much money off of this thing. It's disgusting. Right. And he justifies that greed by saying how much money they put into creating it. You know, in the movie, Hammond is very much Santa Claus. Like, well, yeah. this park is for everyone in the world. In the book, he's like, this park is for people who can afford it. Yeah. And they're going to come up and pay for it. Well, so that's the green like portion the... was always that corporate portion was always in there because in in Crichton's thing, the book is an allegory for this this genetic idea and the idea that genetic power is not in the hands of your government 
or even in the military, but it's in the hands of corporations because it takes too much money to do science anymore. This is way ahead of its time in 1988, 89, when he was writing the book. This idea that the next scientific revolution is corporate. It's private sector. We're seeing what Amgen is doing with pharmaceuticals. Amgen could, could, could come up with the cure for cancer and they can sell it for whatever they mm-hmm. want. And that's because that's the, the, that's, that's the private thing. We spent so much money to figure out how to cure cancer. We need to make that money back. Now, in the United States, you, you lose some of that after a while, which is why Amgen has to keep pushing forward. Right. You have some of their most popular drugs, which will finally in the next year or two uh, their exclusive patent falls off, and now you're going to get knockoffs. Every pharmaceutical company in the world can start making, you know, boner pills or whatever. Right. And you have to come up with something different. That's going to, and, and part of that is part of this problem too. You find something that works, and then five years later, you have a, a company that makes something that's pretty much exactly the same, but we swear to you, it works just a little bit better, and you got to pay for it. Yeah. Because now we can't make the the, the first thing. We can't own the exclusive exclusivity to that. So he was ahead of his game with that, and that's what he used Jurassic Park as is this corporate push. All the, the mistakes that you read that you see, and I'm glad I read the book the week before, because it very much is it's all of these shortcuts, not paying Nedry what he's what he they think he's worth. But Nedry isn't the one that, that shuts down the, the they recover the park after Nedry's piece. It's when they realize we never thought the park was gonna fail. Right. So we have no idea what to do. They they run on reserve power all night. And You're talking about the down. book. The book, yeah. And again, the book is much more. There's so much more that goes wrong. Sure. And there's so much more of. Um, there's a there's a timed element to it with the kids and Grant trying to get back to the the visitor center, not just to save themselves, but they have to call the boat back that has living raptors sitting on it because mm-hmm. they see them as they're as they're about to go down and or about to they're on the tour and. And the power goes out, and they can't they can't talk to anybody. Well, you remember what's her name in the movie uh, the paleon the uh, paleontologist veterinarian? She says in there, "Well, I'm you know I I am a paleontologist veterinarian, but you know I've never seen a real dinosaur because I didn't have I don't have the means, or I didn't want to spend my entire life savings just to go visit the park." Yeah. So she, I mean, you, even at that point, the park is still. You know, granted. Well, you figure she's a little bit younger at that point, right? Too. But yeah, also, it's, granted, it's, the one reason why with Jurassic World you see so many of those, you know, Jimmy Buffett, Margaritaville, and all those places mm-hmm. like that, that's how they they supplement being able to charge a cheaper price. Yeah. See, Walt Disney, who everyone thought didn't want to make any money, love reading those vintage pages. This isn't Walt's dream. He never wanted to make any money. <laughs> Look back at all that early stuff. It's America Sings presented by American right. Express. The 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 boat in the middle was Chicken of the Sea. Uh huh. It was a restaurant, and everything there had corporate sponsors. That's why Autopia has always been sponsored by a corporation. Yeah, it, right. And it's he needed money. If you take the Walking with Walt tour, that was part of why did he do the World's Fair? Is because he got other companies to pay for him to develop these new rides because yep. he didn't have the money to do it and have it fail. He's like, if I could do it at the World's Fair, Honda's going to pay. For, not Honda. Um, General Motors or whatever's going to pay for for this and. And GE's paying for this, and somebody and somebody else paying for this. The state of Iowa paid for Abraham Lincoln, right? And he used that money to develop the animatronic, which became the base animatronic for everything else they did going forward because it was so far ahead of its time. But if he failed, he didn't lose any money, right? Because he had all this money from GE or Iowa or the state of Iowa or whatever. So the same thing here: you're going to supplement 
your income. We, we've seen it. Sports. There's so much of this stuff ends up sports analogies. Oh, yeah. You, don't own a sta- you, you can't have a stadium named after anybody Staples. Yeah, even, yeah, even I mean, yeah, everyone's like, oh, Staples Center. Like, you almost forget at this right. point that it was bought by a corporation. Mike Illich, who owns the Detroit Red Wings. Red Wings used to play in Joe Louis Arena, named for the great boxer Joe Louis. They now play in Little Caesars Pizza Arena. Mm-hmm. They, they call it Pizza <laughs> Palace because he owns Little Caesars. And so yeah. he's paying for his own rights. Uh, but, but you know, even... Uh, Look at Na- NASCAR is the same way. Oh, Everywhere. NASCAR is insane. NASCAR is like Europe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, their, soccer. Car, their um, cars have, you know, sponsorships all over them. Yeah. And then also, I want to thank Toyota for making this great car. I want to thank Gatorade that, that you know, Gatorade keeps me hydrated in there. I want, you know, and, and, and I got my flashlight there with those, those Duracell batteries. Not not any of that crap Rayovac right. crap. Don't don't buy the Duracell batteries in there. Really kept me like when I had to bring that thing up and click my light on so I could see it. And let me, let me tell you, AC Delco has a great battery on there. And you're just like, good Lord. But it's what we've come to. So yes, Jurassic World would have had all those different different places. Um, then once it all falls apart, it, the fascinating story to me now is what's in between Jurassic World and Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom because we know what happened at the end of was. Lost World. Yeah, right. So you get the end of the end of the, even even the story going all the way back to the original island because we know with Rexy the original T Rex from Jurassic Park lives yes so in the in the in the novel they call the costa rican government costa rican government bombs the living hell out of the island the final portraits of the, no, of the novel they, they get gennaro and grant and sattler out of the raptor den they get them on a helicopter and as they're flying away they see all the bombs going off killing right. all the animals um the last like the, the last shot of the rex is the rex like roaring in defiance as the flames consume forgot a lot of that that it was sold in such detail the movie when Grant jumps into the Jeep and says, call the damn helicopters, seemed to always be intended to be that they blew up the island. Right. That they destroyed all the animals. Site B, we know what happens with Site B. Hammond basically says these animals need to be left alone. And then we see Jurassic Park 3. They're still living on the island and getting killed by Spinosaurus and possibly so. You always forget that the, that the T-Rex in Jurassic World is not Rexy. The, the T-Rex in Jurassic World is a part of the mating pair. Right. And then one of them, you imagine one of them dies in Jurassic Park 3 by, from the Spinosaur. Whether it's one of the mating pair or it's the, the, the baby grown up a little because you don't really get a time frame between 2 and 3. But that's on site B. Correct. That's what I'm saying. Right. Oh, and then they bring it yes. over. Well, no, but the Rex in Jurassic World is the Rex from Jurassic Park. No, no, which that I know. The dinosaurs in Jurassic Park were never killed. They right. were never destroyed. So now the story I'm looking for, and it might exist in this in this this media thing that I did, I tried to get as far into this Masrani one in Jurassic World as as I could. But what happened to the original island? It obviously never got destroyed. The structures are still there. The we find there, the pieces you, of it. They moved the entrance where the entrance is. It's um, they basically flipped the island. Yeah. So in if you follow if if the map is accurate for the movie that fans have kind of come up with. The visitor center and everything was in the northern portion of the island. Most of, as you see the map on the board in Jurassic World, as they're moving everybody, is the park is built the the, the to the south into the south. So the places that that the kids run into, of course, is the original visitor center up in the north. So we know that the structures weren't blown out of existence. The jeeps still work. Right. You know, it's like they just left it there, much like they did with Site B, 
which means at some point there's two islands in Costa Rica with breeding dinosaurs on it. I'm like, that's awesome. Like, just go. So, but here we know that there's no, there's no, that's the, that to me is more the, the, the story of like, how did they recover this island? This, the, the, the original Jurassic Park, which would have dinosaurs all over the place because it was never destroyed. I had always assumed, until I saw that, that movie, Toys of Jurassic World, I had always assumed that they destroyed the original island. But you would also have like more book. dinosaurs because oh, yeah. they would have been breeding. There's tons of dinosaurs in Jurassic but World. But then how, how, you, how they came in and retook the island to yeah. Cordona. That, that would be an interesting like, okay. They had to have captured Especially the, the Rexies. They would have had yeah. to. They would have had to either destroy or capture the the raptors. Yeah. See that the only be raptors an... that you see. There's only four raptors in Jurassic World. Yeah. And there's only one raptor. Obviously, they say the last of their species. So the four in Jurassic World are the last four. Yeah. Which aren't even. They weren't even created until Pratt's character. Yeah. Came yeah. around when Masrani was. So all when the Masrani buys it. This is all the raptors are already dead. Yeah. But Rexy isn't. Rexy isn't. And then they whatever animals they bring over from Site B. So they still had to capture all the ones from Site B. Whatever was left. Again, the, True. the viral thing is the idea that, that the population was just basically wiped out because of... That it, would be the more interesting story to have. It's, it's the, the, the way the that they kind of, of the park. The way that they kind of describe this... When you read between the lines and it's the idea that the Spinosaur basically just ran wild through that park um, is what the... Indominus Rex was in Jurassic World. Right. It was just killing everything because it could. Mm-hmm. Because it didn't know what else to do. It's like, I'm just, I'm just killing people. Or killing dinosaurs. But the Rex kills the Spinosaur in the movie. No. Spinosaur lives in Jurassic Park 3. The last time you see the Spinosaur is it's walking away in the river. Yeah, the Spinosaur kills the Rex. The Spinosaur kills the Rex. Oh, that's right. Because, and yeah. Possibly so. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about things that aren't accurate. And again... Movie monsters, even yeah. Jurassic World is a great line where there were Wu says there are no real dinosaurs in Jurassic World. Right, we created all of this, and he just keeps we, going. we manipulated yeah. them. To, when so they, they took Wu from the guy who was like, "Oh, I just made some dinosaurs," and he erases something and he disappears for the rest of the movie. Which you get in the book, he's all, he's all in the book, and then he gets killed. Um, the raptors kill him. They pull him off of a balcony. And eat him. But yeah, I mean, they they purposely put that line in of well, these di- you know the dinosaurs yeah. aren't real. We've because We've made them to look like on, they if did. If you're on the Prehistoric Times Facebook page three years ago, wow. There's no feathers on them. I don't understand why there's no feathers. We started calling people feather Nazis, and they got mad. They're like, it's just a movie. It's not a documentary. Like, calm yeah. down. Because I said one of the fun things with Jurassic Park was the, the things that are inaccurate or speculation in it are fun to discuss with people. It's like I used, I've always seen it as like a tool. The Dilophosaurus in it is completely and utterly incorrect. Right, it's it's presented as a full-grown, mature creature, which is a third size too small. It's a twenty-foot-long creature that stands fifteen feet at the shoulder. The idea that it has a frill, more likely not, because there's no muscle attachments anywhere on its neck. Spitting poison, there's nowhere where the sacs could be. Right. In the book, they kind of have something with it because they can't figure out where the sacs are, where the poison sacs are. Because um, Muldoon, in one of the passages where it's kind of in Muldoon's mind. Or, you know, it's talking about Muldoon's like he wants to kill one of them to dissect it to figure out where the, the sacks are because they keep poisoning the workers. They keep spitting at the workers. Yeah. And you also you forget like the, there's like 40 people on, on the island still in, in the book. Did you and, like the toy that it comes with the spit? Yeah. Um, but it was just it was a creature that they came up with because in the scene with Nedry 
they wanted something that looked harmless. Right. Because in the book, it's just he hears the hooting and he turns and sees this creature and goes, I don't know what the hell that thing is. And then he gets spit on on his on his body. He's like, this, ow, this stings. And then he gets it on the face. And when he's trying to find the, the car, the Dilophosaur puts his head in his jaw. Oh, no, it cuts him. Yeah. It, it slashes at him and then he realizes he's holding his own guts. And then he, he feels the jaws of the Dilophosaur on its head and his only... His final comforting thought is that it'll be over soon. I remember when that movie came out and reading that and everybody was saying, yeah, that scene's a lot worse in the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the most graphic scene in the book. Yeah. So you kind of have to with that. I mean, and you so have in, to turn in, it. In the book, the adult T-Rex doesn't kill a single person. Really? The juvenile does. The juvenile kills Ed Regis. Hmm. With Gennaro's character. Oh, no. Gennaro's in it as the lawyer. Ed, they eliminated Ed Regis completely, but he was the publicist. So he was riding with them, and they all escape the T-Rex attack. The Rex doesn't kill anybody in the attack. Regis is on the road, and the juvenile, because there's two T-Rexes. There's the juvenile and the adult, and they're in the same paddock, but they actually don't come anywhere near each other. The juvenile kills him much al- along the way that the juvenile T-Rex kills um, uh, uh, Hammond yeah, in yeah. the second one. His last name is Hammond. Is, is it John? No. No, it's... Isn't he still a Hammond? I think so, because it's his... Yeah. His, I can't remember his, his name. Nephew. I don't... Arnold? Something? No? No, that's no. not it. Uh, anyway, the way that he kill, he kind of, he kind of like is playing with him, yeah. like he's learning, that's yeah. how the juvenile kills Ed Regis. He just um, keeps knocking him down, he lets him get back up. And so, there's a point where he just grabs him and, and shakes him to death. What did you think about um, the blood transfusion for Blue? Peter Ludlow. No, Peter Ludlow was Peter was the he was the second in command. Oh, yes. To um, Pete Bosway's character. No. Um, <coughs> no. Uh, so the, stuff up here we go. That's cool. The so the blood transfusion. It, you again? You really don't know. I mean, I love I love the explanation. If they, if they for made it. a genetic, going well, all of the blood types would be the sort of the same, so they can transfuse. We need something with three fingers. <laughs> three yeah. <laughs> three toes or less or whatever. Yeah. Three fingers or less. That's all that comes up. Peter it's Ludlow. not him. There's no way. Well, then they changed the name. It's not. Is no. it Ludlow? Um, but maybe, they, it, no, but maybe see, it is Peter Ludlow. The, the only reason they did that was for later on in the. What, the clone? What, no, for uh, oh. the blood transfusion. The T-Rex blood. Yeah, so the only reason they did that was because so later when Wu wants the blood, so he hasn't. Well, it's not, it's not pure blood. Anymore, right. Though, he, so. he wants pure pure blood from the raptor so he can pure make the blood. Indoraptor more susceptible to what blue is. Yeah. Now he can't because it's got T-Rex blood running through it. And you needed a new... You needed a fun scene anyway. Yeah. So... Yeah. It's a fun movie. Uh, the granddaughter in this movie... They went a long way around at the very beginning to make you think. I was thinking, was, I was like, who the hell's daughter is this? I'm like, but I I would never have guessed But that they made twist. you think it was Lexi's daughter at first. I was thinking of that, yeah. Because even the way that she pulls her hair back, oh, wow. she pulls her hair back exactly the way Lexi pulls her hair back in Jurassic Park. Just like how every girl pulls her hair back in a ponytail? Pretty much, but the way they had set up, because she kind of looked like her a little bit. And they were a bit you know, ambiguous and... It was just, I'm like, but wait, she's not Lock, uh, well, Lockwood's no, yeah, daughter or no. granddaughter, or she wasn't Lockwood's daughter. She was Hammond's granddaughter. Yeah. 
I'm like, well, maybe I thought, well, maybe you know, he called her her grand, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. there was that actually, you know, that type of relationship. But then they kept hiding the picture, and they made it more mysterious. And then they give you this really weird, you know, nice reveal. But right before that, they have, uh, I, I forget the guy's name now that uh, that Mills. came, huh? Mills, Mills yeah. yeah. Mills comes in and he makes a comment that to Lockwood that they both are guilty of, you know, some kind of sin. Yeah. And they leave it at that. And then you're going, oh, maybe they're going to go with that. That would make sense. And then they... It re- is Peter Lolo. Huh. Then they reveal it later on that she's a clone. I thought it was interesting. Oh, but it's an interesting twist I'm into like, this dinosaur m- series. Well, it's the idea that... It's going too far. Go to well, that's the, a, it, well, no, it's... Yeah, it, it, yeah but... It's the movie, again, reading the book the week before, the movie has more of Malcolm's warnings about genetic power from the book than any of the other Jurassic Park in the world. Yeah. yeah. Because it because his, like, his, there's a massive speech that when he, he his speech shows, is yeah. is almost right out of the book yeah. where he says this this huge power and it's in the hands of these people. Yeah. yeah. You know, quote unquote these people have this this it's the greatest power that's ever been unleashed. I'm doing all of the press for this movie, even though I'm only in it for five minutes. <laughs> uh, barely in it at all, but I, I'll take FX's money to host Jurassic World. It was amazing to watch Jurassic World at FX the day before, yeah. because every break is him like, go see my new movie, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, Vader's <laughs> Tomorrow. And I'm watching it going, you're only in it for two minutes, and you know damn well you are. <laughs> you silly goose. I wish they had never, they had kept that's completely a secret. Him? That would have been amazing. Oh, that would have been amazing. It could have been so easy to do because you could have shot it anywhere. You could have yeah. shot it at his house. Yeah. With a green screen and still made it look fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it would have been it would have been a great treat for everybody instead of people that I knew going, I thought he was going to be in the movie more. Like, There's no way. You didn't see any part in the trailer where he, that it, first it's ooh, ah, then it's running and screaming and paying for tickets to ride a monorail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Watch that first movie. Oh my god, he's such a he's such a horde. Wow. <laughs> well, look at the shirt the the shirtless scene. I mean, yeah, come yeah, on. Right. <laughs> you want to talk about oh, the I horde? I wonder how much that pop's gonna be at Comic Con. I gotta find that. Um. So, what it, the um I forget what's his name who played uh, Zoloff, who now uh, was in this one and uh, Zoloff. Yeah, in, in Captain America, and then he—oh, uh, the the little dude, the little dude. The oh my goodness, I had his name. Oh, so four million. That's you know that that that's jump change. I just you can't even bring me. I'm thinking this guy's got lots of money that I didn't realize he was going to be the auctioneer. Oh, Toby Jones. Toby Jones. That's yes. right. And he, but the way he you know he was he plays a great villain and the great he, the he plays shithead. I have a problem with. It's such cliche, cartoony type character. Oh, totally. And that sort of took me. That that whole auction scene. I know Toby where Jones they're going. Is. Huh? That's who Toby Jones is? Totally. I know he's he can play better parts, but it's just he's not going to be Captain America. I'll char- tell you that. I know. <laughs> it's just that character. It's very cliche, and I, I didn't like the auction part. I'm like, well, every this is such a classic evil villain scene. The, the, the villain, like, the villainy of the whole thing—it's all 
yeah. just straightforward archetype stereotype. Oh, yeah. look at the Russian in it. Everyone in it. I mean, it's you, just there isn't there. There's, there's I nothing. expected to see Boris and Natasha sitting there. One of the one of the the, the good the things audience. in terms of one of the good things in terms of Lost World is that there's such a gray area in the vi- the human villains in it in um, uh, uh, Roland and yeah. yeah Arliss and, and and even Dieter being kind of the you know he tries to zap the comp because he's just a jerk right and, and then he gets killed. Um, but even rolling at the end, you're like, I kind of like that guy, even though he tried to shoot a T-Rex in the face. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with, I know where they're having to go, and yeah. it being straight up evil, but the way they portrayed it, I guess. See, I liked Roland much better than I liked the Hunter in this one. Oh, yeah. Well, no, the Hunter in this one. Oh, it took me forever Tell to figure me. out who he was. Yeah. I was like, why does he look so, I can hear it, and I, and it wasn't until I got, it was like, maybe a I kept myself in the theater. I'm talking like a third of the way through his whole thing. Going, <laughs> He's the captain from Monk. Oh, my God. It was yeah. driving me crazy. Because that's where I know him from. Oh. My mom watches Monk like crazy. Uh, so, like, yeah. I was like, I can see the voice and everything. And he was in – what was he? What was What was the other stuff he was in? Uh, he was in um, uh, 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 Manhunt. No. No, was he's, he, he's in the first one. Yeah, Wild Bill. Yeah, he's Wild Bill. Yeah. Yes. And I, I didn't know that because I've never seen that film. So when I looked up, uh-huh. like, oh, have yeah, you never the, seen that film? I'm not a big horror guy like that. That's not really a it's horror a film. It's a, yeah, whatever. I still haven't seen it. Anyway, um, Silence so, of the Lambs is what we're we talking go. about. Yeah. I'm blanking on. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? I'm keep going to sleeping. I'm keep going to sleeping with the enemy, and I'm like, nah, that's not it. No, um, that's in the sequel. Hanging <laughs> Jodie Foster. I, I can't stand Ted Levine. He's, he was. His he voice was, is annoying. Again, yeah, it's such a. And, and, and that's where you kind of knew when when you saw them from the start that they were going to end up being the bad guys. Yeah, because they yeah. were just like, it was so. Well, he's cliche. picking their. You know, he's ne- taking the their teeth. Well, that's later. Yeah, I mean, you already so know that the, the the change, but the way that they're acting, even from the start, yeah. you kind of know that's gonna. Yeah. That's gonna go. It's no different than the the mercenaries with uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, and he brought, brings him in, in the first one. Yeah. So. Well, see, even even Vincent D'Onofrio, I, I liked him better than. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you get so much more of him. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, he he was oh, tro- he tro- totally a different, totally a better actor. But uh, he was just so much. You understood his villainy a little bit better. You know, he it was a mission. He won. You know, he was working for the government yeah. that wanted to take the. You know, the, no, he's working for InGen. Was he's he? He's going to sell them to the government. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's a weapons contractor. It's basically yeah. head of security. He was a weapons contractor. He basically said someone's got to save this company. Yeah, he's he's using Doctor Wu. He was supposed to use Doctor Wu and sell basically Wu and Wu's designs to the government or another government mm-hmm. in order to have raptors, right? And all these other these these other because we wanted you know raptors and armor. With, and they had you know well, they, yeah they had all there. the well the, even the, the the hybrids that were back there. Yeah, you know when the the little kid says it's not a dinosaur. Because they they had the hybrids there, and they actually released some of those toys. That's what I was scared of. I'm like, oh god, they're gonna do hybrids. They've already said there's not hybrids in the third one either. It's just gonna be. It was just an idea that was presented at the time. I'm surprised that they're not gonna do hybrids. Well, the thing, the genetic part of it. No one's killed Wu, so there'll be a genetic part of the third one. Right. But you've you've got to imagine a lot of the third one is going to be, and it came in. I mean, not be. Who knows how much farther we go? Do we go to a true Jurassic world in which you know? Society has become unhinged, and we live in this post dinosaur apocalyptic world where there's a great series of paintings. I can't remember where they're from. Uh, 
but it's basically like if dinosaurs were in our world you know it's mm-hmm. like sauropods crossing a freeway yeah. like you have to stop so like how or the it, star wars stuff was over yeah a little bit but it, it's it's there's also like it, it doesn't look as if it's right right now yeah. there's like one of a like a meat truck and there's two carnotauruses like circling it because it's a frozen meat truck yeah, and they yeah. want but it's like armored or whatever okay. so kind of like how would you adapt to a world that has dinosaurs in it there's a book that i got many many years ago that was done it was like a, a you know a a guide to, to dog breeds, right? So it was mm-hmm. done in that style of how can you keep dinosaurs? Like, if you get a Coelophysis, yeah. this is what you can expect. Yeah. If you have a Tyrannosaurus Rex, like, just so you know, only the most capable handlers should get a T-Rex. Copies become like carry-on little, you know, the kids. Yeah, well, that's... <laughs> they it, replace it's, the it's, chihuahua. It's the, small, the small stuff for done is dogs. You know, it's yeah. that idea. Microceratops is a, as a, as a, a terrier. Yeah. Because it's a fairly small creature. You know, even Triceratops would be akin to having a very big Rottweiler. Right, that sort of thing, and that see if if they were to go to that for whatever Jurassic World final itineration is, is this idea that these get out somehow we don't stop them? It's like Planet of the Apes. It's gonna be there's 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 less than a million apes in the entire world. United people would kill them very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, just so you know, apes are killing people. Okay, hold on. All right, they're gone. They're done. It's gonna it's gonna be dinosaurs. So we're gonna have, that's how they're going to end this. So you know the Secret Life of Pets, dinosaurs. No, remember the TV show Dinosaurs? Yeah. Not oh the God, mama. No. I hate that show so much. <laughs> but it's legit and factual. That's why I hate everyone's like, oh, you must have loved it because dinosaurs. Like, no. <laughs> Not the mama. I'll take Land of the Lost and its crappy dinosaurs. Way over. Oh yes. Land. The dinosaurs was a bad, bad show. Badly written show. But people thought it was funny. Because it was dinosaurs that were kind of like married with children. And it was on ABC. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was Roseanne. Yeah. It was kind of... It was dinosaurs with Roseanne. Um, do you like the evolution from Jurassic Park to Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom? Yes. Meaning the six movies. Five. Five movies so far, yes. You went to college. <laughs> Three plus two is not six. Um, it will be six. It will be six. And then uh, it'll be nine somewhere. But it'll be you, about dinosaur midichlorians. <laughs> dinosaur Jedi? No, that's the... Um, Nanocompies that come go in and start <laughs> eating you from the inside out. Do you, but do you think we'll, the next movie will start out like three years from na- from the I end of Fallen Kingdom? I mean, it, it felt like my friend had said I that she thought that Blue would actually die in this film. I said, once they said there was a three, I knew Blue wasn't dying because it always felt like... I thought Rexy was going to die. I said, if Rexy was going to die, we're, we're in trouble because I'm going to be mad. If Rexy uh, dies, we revolt. <laughs> yeah. That the third film would be that kind of... Because <laughs> I love watching... This kind of retcon of his relationship with Blue, and Blue's hyper-intelligent, and they have this bond and everything. You also remember, Blue turns on his ass in the yeah. middle of Jurassic World, and the other raptors end up killing half of the mercenaries. Like, they just start laying waste to all these mercenaries, and then the end, the Indominus shows up, and he's like, come on, you know me, Blue. I'm, all right, we're I'm all on your alpha. side now. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. It's, it's, it's the Predator Syndrome. It's like, Blue I know you killed empathy, all my friends, and... Mr. Predator Alien. 
but you and I got to work together now because we need to stop this. Okay. But Blue isn't like any other raptor before. She's she has empathy. She because she grows up around humans. And yeah. All that. No, it, the the retcon stuff was interesting to humanize her in such a way. In the end of you know you can come with me. I'm sure they'll never find me in the cabin in the woods. <laughs> I know, right, <laughs> Mister <laughs> Mister Owen. Wait, oh, what is that? Is that a dinosaur? It's a big dog. Well, you also remember everybody in this world know dinosaurs exist. Yeah. I mean, right. the Lost World. One of the things that the movie in Lost World does is like, hey guys, every these exist and they're here and they're on an island. Obviously, Jurassic World is a public place. Well, Claire makes a comment about how, um, you know, if these dinosaurs, I do we miss let the heels. huh? I do miss the heels. <laughs> no, but she says that you know if these dinosaurs, if we let these dinosaurs die, a next generation will grow up not knowing what you know having dinosaurs in it. And but the generation when, before it didn't either. I'm like thinking, wow, that'd be such a weird world to live in that you know a whole generation's grown up knowing that dinosaurs exist. And well, we don't know dinosaurs exist, but the dinosaurs. Are well, they do because yes. you know she said you know no. she asked the senator. Generations know dinosaurs exist. Well, I mean a yes, lot. That you they're know, contemporary. They're, yes, but there are dinosaurs in our world. Right, but according right. to Jurassic World, they're not dinosaurs. Right. Well, it'd be like us finding you know the lost world, you know the land of the lost, basically, and finding there's dinosaurs there, and then yeah, there's also Sleestack, and they're annoying. <laughs> um. The, little, little crystal things. The only problem... The dinosaurs are only in like every other episode. They're only in it for five seconds. One of the only problems I had with it is the Mosasaur in the surf. Because I don't think that... They showed way too much of the last montage oh, yeah. in the trailer. Oh, totally. Well, it's the same thing. Like, again, my friend is like, well, I don't know what happens next. It's, well, I'm pretty sure the San Francisco Zoo is a little pissed off that there's a T-Rex sitting in its, <laughs> yeah. in its lion cage. That, They're going to chase after this thing and try to kill it. It's like, hey... That lion is supposed to be here. You're not, all right? Right. You just kill the lion. I mean, that, but that was him. a great shot of you know, a, the king the of the jungle. Well, now great, I'm really the great, king of the jungle. It's great shots towards the end. But when you start to dissect it and think of the implications of this, again, you have a mosasaur, which is it's 60 feet long in that. In, in, yeah. Like if, you, if it's the mosasaur from the first one, which is, and you look at the size when you put it next to a great white, like even if it's a juvenile great white, that thing is 50, 55 mm -hmm. feet long. That's not hiding too long. You know, it's not going to stay in the surf. But it's yeah. not going to come in close to the surf like that either. Oh, yeah, well. Oh, you think? It's oh, north, yeah. It's on the north side of Hawaii right there, probably. Ooh. Or wherever you have big-ass waves. Okay. And it's also, no, you have, and it's you have great, adult it's great white sharks that can hunt in less than five feet of water. Yeah, I yeah. mean. That, no, but, it's, it's, it's. It made for a really nice shot. It made for a good oh, yeah. shot, but it, it's definitely plausible. I would have just seen that. Spin. You've seen very big Stay creatures. Stay more out at sea. You would in deeper water. Look where whales are fairly close off the ocean also. Yeah. They beach themselves because they get they get turned around the wrong way. They're so close to shore. So, no, I get that. No, I mean, it, yeah. Um, it's, mostly, blue, it's a shot so, more than anything else. But then, again, when you start to dissect what's there, even just when they leave, I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure an Apatosaurus is not going to be hard to find in the middle of the redwoods. Yeah, you know, there's a styro, you know, a Triceratops or whatever that gets a speaking of baby which, Triceratops. I want one so bad. I want a little oh, baby. I know. I want a little baby Triceratops. Speaking of which, there were there was more than one species of Triceratops that made it off the island. There was more than one Ceratopsin. Yes. Yeah. Was a Triceratops. Well, yes. There's well, a it wasn't a Styracosaur, was it? No, it's a, it's a Cynosaurus. Mm -hmm. It's a newer. It doesn't have the the, the many, pronounced horns yeah. on the frill. 
yeah. but it's got that flip at the top. But it's it's also got the holes in the <laughs> yeah. in the hood. Well, we don't know whether they do or not. That there is, yeah. So it, uh, isn't that like I always looked at that. Uh, so it's, that one is like a rabbit ear type. Uh, you yeah, can tell well, it's, a, it's a Chasmosine and the 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 Chasmosaurus line is the one that has it has a, a what would, you would think would be a skin flap. It's got a hole, two holes in its right. its frill. Frill basically looks like a heart with a stick in the middle of it. Mm. A Triceratops and Torsaurus and other creatures in, in its line is all solid, mm. and that's why the when you start talking about what the frills are for, and you realize how many different frills there are, it, you know, is it is it species identification? Is it mating ritual? Is it protection? Probably not. Could be gender, almost much. like a bull. Um, possibility. More than likely, that would be color also. But the idea, the idea is, is, and some people have all, have also said that. Um, uh, oh my goodness. Uh, that it could be species recognition because you have multiple species of a type living in the same place at the same time. Right. That's always tricky because you're looking at a creature, something like Triceratops, that lives from 63 million years to 65 million years in two million years. And just an amazing amount of time. You have a Taurosaurus, which for a little while people thought, oh, the Taurosaurus is just a mature Triceratops horridus. Taurosaurus seems to overlap with it. Because it's found in the same rocks. But again, when you're dating rocks in terms of millions of years... Right. Like this rock existed from 61 to 62 million years. And I found a Taurosaurus and I found a Triceratops. Doesn't mean they lived in the same year. Right. It's this kind of junk uh, adjunct of time. And so you have two creatures which are ostensibly the same living in the same area. You have to wonder... Because they, they fill these different... They, they would fill the same niche. When you look at something like the Savannah, you have... A number of different predators, but none of them are the same. A, right. a cheetah is different than a jackal. That's different than a hyena. That's different than a lion. They but all, you have different you have different species of grazing animals. Grazing animals are different. But even then, even then, grazing animals you have the the wildebeest and you have gazelles. They fill different niches. That's true. Yeah, the elephants, rhinoceros, hippopotamuses, and giraffes. All fill different niches because they all eat different different ways and different types of stuff. Giraffes are, are feeders and trees. Mm-hmm. That's what keeps the trees going or whatever. So the idea of if, if you have a, but the the idea is if you have a Torosaurus and a Triceratops living in the same area at the exact same time, having different frills really helps you to keep from having sex with the wrong the wrong creature. Sure, and that's what some of it may be is just species recognition. The idea that there's a visual species recognition for something like a Styracosaurus which probably doesn't have a contemporary around it, at least nothing that we exactly know. Like, we find them almost pretty much right next to each other. A Styracosaurus may simply just be species recognition. Right. A female and a male, if they're not in a herd, or if the male is... is If the idea that the males are kicked out of the herd when they become sexually mature, and then you have rogue bull males that are just wandering around, and then when females come into heat, it, it has that pheromone, but then it sees the female, the female sees the male, and goes, he's got the same horns I do. We're the same. We're the same person. We, we're okay. Same, yeah. yeah, it's okay that we're, we're not going to have mutant babies that can't dinosaur reproduce. segregation. Um, well, this produ- about species because that's the thing you're talking about different species kind of things. Again, well, this the production team really loved the Triceratops though, because I mean, or at least that 
that species, I mean, you know... They uh, use the Triceratops in both of them versus having just one sick one in Jurassic Park. Right. Well, I mean, you, you have, not only that, but you also have the center bust in the museum oh, yeah. is a Triceratops head. You know, you have the baby. Tricer- Triceratops saves the day. <laughs> um, we talked about... Uh, I know in the thread we talked about that the Bracky didn't make it off the island. But there was a smaller one that gets released. More from than one. one person has seen that, has said that, but I never remember seeing it. So if it's in there, it's definitely a very small juvenile. It's it's a there. It's a lot smaller. Because okay. I because I because obviously you see the sauropod. Right. The sauropod's huge. Because Arab, Arabella loves the brachiosaurus, and I was trying to explain to her the difference between a brontosaurus and a brachy, and you know I showed her that the horn you know you, yeah. it has the horn, and we had just, you know, and I kind of, well, I mean, to her, to Arabella, 11-year-old, you know, I mean, I know she's starting to get to the age where she needs to learn these things, but. She doesn't need to learn them, but if right. you're going to explain it, explain it right. Right. But a dome. Right, a dome. It has a nasal dome. Yeah. It also has, like a giraffe, its front legs are longer than its back legs, which is different, which is why it has, a, again, filling different niches. It but. on the top of things, and a patasaur could never bring its head that high. Right. But we noticed it again at the end of it because I because I when I saw the bracky I was like, oh my god, they got all of them, but they got they didn't bring a bracky, and oh we don't even know if they got all of them. Well, they got eleven. Yeah, they got eleven. Right. But I don't know if they get if there's more than eleven of them because they say they think they can they can save eleven species. Right. That's true. That there's only eleven species. It, right. That was true. That was what I don't remember the initial... ever seeing an ankylosaur in there either. Oh no, there is one because they no, they do sell one. Yeah. yeah duh. Yeah. Which that and, uh, and that's one of the dinosaurs you see fall into the water first in the trailer. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And you saw the stegosaurus, which crushed me. Poor dinosaurs. <sighs> Those dinosaurs falling into the ocean was so just mad at John Hammond for picking that island. <laughs> he thought it was Why dormant. Why would you... Yeah, well, Hawaii thought it was. Um, too. what did you think about the the auction? I mean, I know we kind of hit on it a little bit, but as but far said, as that's where it would. Their, the, the, their idea is that this is where it would go. This is the only way to make money. You have the ones that got released, and now you have also the ones that were sold and put into the trailer. Right. The trailers are ready. Yeah, that may have already happened. What do you think of the Indoraptor? It's okay. The problem with the Indoraptor is you never really get to see what it could do. Unlike the Indominus. Well, it can climb they, all the way to the top of the roof. Yeah, but, but you, you can see what the Indominus can do. In what it in does in, in the first one. Yeah, oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, all the creatures that it kills, the idea. It can know, communicate with the raptors and. $25 million in sets of that animal, we can't just kill it. <laughs> no, no, no. You turn a chain gun on a machine and you smoke that thing. What? No. $25 million. <laughs> and then they're like, no, let's go kill it. And then they don't kill it. And then they release all the. the, the oh, I like that first movie. It's a lot of fun. Mm. Poor guy from Life of Pi. Yeah, <laughs> I like this movie. I I like this movie too. I enjoyed the first scene. I loved it. That is the best because, opening scene of any Jurassic Park film. It's so me, good. That set the tone. What I thought the movie was going to be. Yeah. And to me, it didn't live up to it then. But that first opening scene was gorgeous. It oh yeah. Shot really well, like the dark shadows and the T Rex in the background that you just see. Well, even that Mosasaur, shot. Even that seeing the yeah yeah even that shot of when the T Rex is over top of the gyro ball 
and you oh. got the exploding, you know, uh, vol- the volcano in the background. Yeah, yeah that's poster. a poster. Go- yeah, it's a gorgeous poster. It's a- they have that as a billboard down yeah. in uh, Tulica Lake. Yeah, and it's gorgeous. I was like, I love that as a poster. And yeah. then I've seen it as a poster. I'm like, that is an amazing shot. Yeah. Uh, and there was there were so many of those shots that were just so beautiful like that. Uh, which was painfully beautiful because <laughs> it was sad seeing the dinosaurs in the island go away. Just <clears throat> uh, here's another thing. Uh, so uh, towards the end of the movie, once all the dinosaurs are escaped or out, out in the real world, we see Blue make it to the desert. Yeah, he's a coyote now. Yeah, because that's all he looked like. <laughs> he looked I, like a actually, coyote. from a mountain lion. I yeah. thought this, and Beth said it to me at the end. She thought. That Blue was going to end up at the dig site where the Grant oh. was. Well, that's a long way away. Well. That was in Utah, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Wyoming. That was Wyoming? But it looked like they were, he he made it to Utah or something like that. And I'm, I'm thinking, if if a dinosaur that's made Central it all California. the way to that's Utah. That's totally Central California. Is it? Oh, yeah. But even if it made it that far, you're still going, there's got to be a lot of people that were screaming along the way. Well, no, a creature that size could... States. Pretty fast, too. As many mountain lions are around here, how many people actually see them? Yeah. That, see, and that's what I kind of thought at the end. They run into them on the freaking freeway, but... And that's what I kind of thought... Would end up... were, the, the way that they've established that Blue is really intelligent, it would know how to stay away from people. Right. They, they can't capture... Why do they hire Owen and, and Claire? Because they can't capture Blue. Right. But see, and the way I, I started thinking about a lot of these dinosaurs being released like this is it would be kind of like, you know... The way animals are, at, at some point they're going to just adapt into the their surroundings, yeah. and it's going to be like, oh look, a deer, oh yeah. look, you a know, that's deer. what the third movie is going to be. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if the that. third movie. So, you know, and every once in a while you'll get, oh, a, you know, a raptor ate somebody on the news or something. Like well, you get you a mountain someone, lion. Yeah, but that's the problem. You know, when a, a mountain, mountain lion actually attacks someone, they kill it. Right? Yeah. So it's like if it if he ever harmed a human, he would never. Yeah, they would go all out in order to... And that's kind of why him. I think that they can't just make the movie immediately the third... after this one. It has to be no, a can. couple of years. If and let dinosaurs chasing... really... If, if, it's, if it's the two of them and, and Clonosaurus Girl there running <laughs> after him, trying to find him. That we could... I want the third movie to be my dream Jurassic Park movie, which is Jurassic Park Works. Yeah. And we just follow, you know, little Tim's family goes to Jurassic Park for three hours. I was sort of waiting for I would watch that. Tim to just show up out of the blue. Like when when Mills first came down, I thought it was gonna be Tim. I thought so too. Timmy. So. I, I thought I thought so too. Timmy Um Where does this one rank in your Jurassic Park, Jurassic World no favorites? Idea. I have no idea. It's hard. I'm I'm one of those. Have I you, like, you ever I have like you ever free. thought have you ever ranked them or thought? Well, Jurassic about Park's it? always gonna be everybody's favorite because it holds up so well. But I'm not I there's a lot of people we went to Because each of the films Jurassic are so Park different. Twenty fifth thing at WonderCon, which was had nobody involved in it, but there was two you know, film blogger credit people and they're a couple and she loves all of them and he likes Jurassic Park and thinks all the other ones are complete crap. <laughs> and I'm like, Well then you don't like them. And it was sort of it was like the Star Wars thing. Well, all three of the films, the other films are in the island. Why? Why do they have to keep going to the island? And even Eric kind of looked at me, waiting for me to stand up, like, because that's what a Jurassic Park movie is, you moron. 
Like whether it's really uh, whether it's site A or site B, I would have loved that. That's what that damn thing is. Yeah. I was like, you're you're completely wrong. I said, Lost World is a lot of fun. There's a ton of dinosaurs in it. Um, Pete Bosworth is as the the hunter is so good. I love him so yeah. much. Well, I love I love that and one I like, because I like three. Three's got a lot of cool dino action and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a the the. It's, I don't remember if it's the Honest Trailer or How It Should Enter or whatever for Jurassic Park 3. It's just like the dinosaur that makes a ton of noise until it's right up behind you. And it's, you know, where they, oh, I can't believe, I can't hear the phone. You turn around and the Spinosaurus just sitting there. It's the same thing with, with Jurassic Park, though. But you get to the end of the film, it makes it into the visitor center and starts killing raptors. And the, 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 it's like, what? Oh, oh, he just showed up? Yeah. Holy crap, I didn't hear him at all. Well, that's because that was hard floor. And it's also because it's a movie. <laughs> um, and I, I love Jurassic. I thought Jurassic World was was great, and in, in the changes that are in it. As many problems as I like, I, I like the Spinosaurus, even though it wasn't accurate, and you know there were some problems. No, and again, I like the Spinosaurus. A lot of people took that way too hard, and it, and again, it gave me a chance when people would talk to me and go, "Spinosaurus would totally kill a T Rex." Well, no, because its bones are built much much more hollow. Yeah, it's it's jaws. From what you can tell, you can see the stresses in the bones into terms of, of what kind of strength something would have. Spinosaurus jaw is weak as F. It's meant to catch fish. Right. It's meant like a crocodile's to kind of right there. Well, that's and why it it's got that have, extended beak. It doesn't have anywhere near the 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 muscle power that a crocodile has. Whereas there are, are biomechanicists who have said that the T-Rex bite force is quite possibly the greatest bite force of any land animal in the history of our planet yeah it could punch it those it's got six inch you know two inch meter you know two inch diameter steak knives and it's it's not a steak knife. when it was like oh it's a steak knife no the back is serrated by a steak knife that thing is a jackhammer yeah you're gonna punch your steel and not break this thing would just crunch everything which means it's probably a scavenger um because you know, you know what has the greatest bite force in in Africa? A hyena. A hyena. Yep. The hyena is mostly a scavenger. Um, because you, you 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 can't get picky. You yeah. got to eat as much as you can and get away. In this case, it probably doesn't get away. And again, size in in a lot of creatures, scavenging equals size. When you see birds, some of the biggest birds are scavengers. Right. Because you got to scare everything away. Well, it's this thing what? just is a gigantic thing that's built with the head walking out of the trees after some smaller creature has taken down a baby vultures are, are just, yeah, vultures huge. are huge condors and vultures yeah. are some of the biggest birds so but see that that was one of the other things i loved the about t-rex would have, the t-rex's bulk its size it's it's close enough and the spinosaurus was like the spinosaurus 55 feet it's not even close right 50 feet is stretching it you don't have enough good material of a spinosaur because the first one you had got destroyed in world war ii thanks america um i know it's britain that destroyed the museum. Uh, did you do it again? No. I think it's still going. It just it did something really weird. We really need a task cam because this is annoying. Oh, it's still going. Oh, okay. It well, just... Figure out where weird, that is so you can cut all that out. There's a weird glitch. Um, the, the T-Rex's size and mass and, and muscular just knocked that thing over. Get it right in the neck, snap, and it's dead. Oh, yeah. It, but, see, but again, it's not... Re- it's, Whatever they're not. Real. One of the so other just, things I loved about fight. the third one was, I loved the Avery. I thought the Avery was great. I loved yeah. ter- pterodactyls. Were, you know, were one of my yeah, other. They thing. wanted to put it in what two, and or one, and they couldn't do it. No, it's I know. In, yeah, it's I in know three, it's in three, but it's in the book. book. Right, yeah. it's in the very first okay, book. Yeah. Well, you at the end of the very two, first book, they get they the whole river sequence in the first book. They wanted to do 
Spielberg took one look, one look at it and the budget and said, not a chance. There's no way. Is it the end of one or is it the end of two where you see the pterodactyl land on the rock or on top of the tree or something? That's two. That's two. Yeah. The, but you're, you, watching, you you're watching the, the trail. You see him fly away. Is that the end of three? Yes. Because the Avery gets... Gets yes. busted, so that they, you see him, the lock open. You see him flying off into the yeah, sunset. Two, it's like, well, they're already out. Yeah, and three, like, no, they're not. They're still in the Avery. <laughs> like, well, it can't be in the Avery when the site. There's no food. Like, what the hell's going on? Um, but I always loved it. But two, also, it had the first appearance of a stegosaurus, which I really loved. And that was a, talk about beautiful shots. That that shot of them in the creek coming up with the bait. Oh, that was a, to me one of the best shots too. Well, that was. One of the few designs that Crash McCurry made for the first one that didn't make it. Yeah. And they cut all of it. They were going to put it in the Glen. They decided not to. They kept it with just the Hadrosaurus, the Parasolophus, and the, and the Brachiosaur coming out of the water. Yeah. Uh, and I think Spielberg knew from the start. He's like, well, we're going to make another one of these. Oh, we'll yeah. Well, yeah. It. yeah. You're looking at a, a dinosaur movie. You're going, yeah, we're definitely making another one. Well, you never know because if people don't go see it, then you're like, nope. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Do you think that we will see more Jurassic's, whether it's Jurassic World or Jurassic Universe or whatever comes after? Jurassic Universe. <laughs> I'm telling you, dinosaurs well, in space. And then we'll get the... Fast and Furious dinosaurs. Yeah, like that poster. Um, <laughs> one of the things that made Jurassic World a success to me is that you, get, you got so much time off. Sure. Between them. It's not a franchise that you can punch out every, you know, one every two years. Right. Even now, you have three years between these, where our Star Wars saga films are only two years apart. Right. But, th- again, different films that are built completely different. We released Jurassic World. I'm sure they're sitting there going, well, if we do a sequel, it might... But you had no idea. Remember, that was two years before, in 2013, you had sites like like Movie Pilot and Cracked or whatever saying, 2015 may break the, the, the yes. industry. Because there's supposed to be these like five humongous films... One of those is going to fail, and it's probably going to be Jurassic World because Jurassic Park 3 was so dumb. And it was the second highest. Yeah, and, and it was the second, it was the highest for the longest time. Yeah, the highest all the way till yeah. December, till Star Wars. Yeah, when Star Wars shows up, I'm like, no, no, go, go away, move. Go, no, you go. There. I love the putting the gold medal around BB-8's neck with yeah. the little T-Rex arms. Um, so I think if you do three and, and you keep that kind of two years to three years in between, and then you just let it lie fallow for a while. Because they were going to do Jurassic Park 4. Right. I remember that. Um, it was actually Kathleen Kennedy who had said we were going to do 4. Mm-hmm. And then when Michael Crichton passed away, even though he had no real involvement with 3, they said it just didn't feel right yeah. to do it at that point. It was like it just wasn't it wasn't worth well, doing. Spielberg even said it didn't. They didn't have the right idea. They kind of like, we don't have the right idea. We don't Because one of those, the, the rumored pieces of it was that the Raptors were going to be these, you know, Military. soldiers. Yeah. yeah. And so Jurassic World seemed to take that idea of going, well, what if the park works and the Raptors are a part of it as the program that would have led to what we would have seen in Jurassic Park for? Like, this is it because he's, you know, the, mil- the not the military, but um, that program is sponsored by InGen for, right. these, for, for these reasons. And to have a, you know, former Navy SEAL working with Raptors. and Sure. I mean, it lend itself his, to that idea. Mandingo helper that doesn't really get a lot of screen time. <laughs> didn't make it into this one either. Well, no, he didn't do anything. Jack Johnson didn't make it either. Jack Johnson. Or not Jack Johnson. What's his name? Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. He was Johnson? the Jurassic Park lover in Jurassic World. Oh, yeah. Well, none of those, it's, it's, those characters wouldn't have, they wouldn't have worked in here. 
That's true. There's no reason. Well, for they it. may have still worked with that. Claire as a, in the. No, you got two new people and, and it worked yeah, out. One kid is annoying as hell. The the tech. You know the funny thing with him is is he's in a he's in a movie called Paper Towns. I had no idea it existed until I ran into that film one night on like FX or something yeah. and got weirdly attached to it. That was a Michael Sarah one. No, yes. no, no. It's it was a uh, bunch of people I've never heard of. And still never heard of uh, um, Carla de Valle or whatever. Yes, she's is the, the is the the focus of what he oh, he gets Cara obsessed Delevingne? over. What's that? Carla Delevingne. Yeah. Yes. So he gets obsessed with this girl and this idea of paper towns, which were fake towns that were put on maps, so that if someone stole your map, you could sue them for copyright because you know you put a town that doesn't exist. Oh. So let's say we would e- we, each map each yeah. map. Uh, Creator. Each map maker would have yes. a town. Like, say there'd be a town in the middle of, of Central California in a spot yeah. where nothing exists, and you make Jezik Town. Yeah. Well, my map company made that map. Rich's map company comes out with a map of California and has Jezik Town in it. I know he stole the map from me. He yeah. just photocopied it. Yeah. And so this idea that in the real towns that came out of these non-existent towns. Yeah. And so he goes searching for her towards you know towards the end of high school. It's one of those stupid high school coming of age yeah. movies and all that. But for some reason, I could not stop watching it. And I'm going like, I need to go to bed, but I'm still watching this damn stupid movie. Well, there's a there's a young African-American kid in it, and I saw the trailer for this. I had seen the trailer before, and, and I'm sitting there watching this movie going, God, he looks familiar. Where do I know him from? What did I see him in? I look up his bio. I was like, no, this is his first film. Like, what is he? Oh, he's in Jurassic World. I saw him in the stupid trailer. Oh. Like, that's where it was like, that's what it was. I'd seen the trailer before I saw the movie, and I'm like, oh, he's in the trailer for the for Jurassic World. Yeah. I thought he was fine. She was great. Oh, that, she, was, she was fantastic. Yeah, she was really oh, yeah. She, I, I liked that movie. I liked her, and she was very good in this. I want, I want that movie. I hope she makes her to the next one. I'll see. Just hope Claire puts her heels back on. <laughs> um... I do like the stories, you know, like Colin Trevor was like, what the hell are you doing? And she's made her own choice. She's like, no, I'm wearing heels in the whole movie. Yeah. And she is, what, Bryce Dallas Howard is wearing heels in that whole movie. When she runs from the T-Rex Well, they make, a, they make a great comment about it, too. But yeah, it's ridiculous, whatever. But when you see the, the behind-the-scenes shot of her running with the flare from the T-Rex, mm. like, oh, that shot is so good. She's running in heels. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I, I like adore her. Like... I think she's amazing. Oh, she's an amazing and actress. She's gorgeous. It's showing that, like, oh... All guys would think that's the yeah. stupidest thing, but look, I know how to do this. Yeah. Let me do it. I'm more comfortable doing that. Okay, so besides having the park working, set from what what we know right now with Jurassic Fallen Kingdom, I want to see Jurassic Repaired Kingdom. <laughs> what would you want to see in the next film? I have no idea anymore. That's hard to tell on that. There's so many other ways that they can go, which is a good thing. A lot of cool dinosaur do. crap. Yeah. Yeah. If you make a film with just blue and the Clonosaurus girl, then I'm gonna be no. Like, don't give me, don't give me a movie that has one dinosaur. In it. Do you want to see like dino, the dinosaur I see, population? I want to see just... Rexy 65 million years from now. Like whatever they did because <laughs> Rexy dinosaur, can't die. Yes, whatever they did, it, it made that dinosaur immortal. Um, would you like to see Rexy have a baby and then die? No, because it doesn't seem to be a male T Rex. She could have been pregnant on the from island. Where? It's the only Rex in, in Masrani's Park. Yeah, that is true. I didn't even think of the whole fact of the other dinosaurs being pregnant if they took females yeah. off the island. Yeah. But again, we have no idea whether they're a breeding population. Yeah. yeah. Whether whether 
Wu, evil scientist Wu, all of a sudden, <laughs> he's totally fixed that totally evil scientist. That he figured out a different way. Yeah. You know, whether they irradiate them, whether they remove their their reproductive organs completely. Yeah. Because I mean, it's, insin- it's insinuated in Jurassic World that he can pretty much do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever I mean, he creates this this like kind leave. of frankenstein thing yeah. oh i put i put cuttlefish yeah, dna yeah. in it because it helps keep them from getting sunburned but that's amazing it makes them camouflage like you, you will stop everything that you do here we'll close it down you'll lose all your funding and you'll be out of the company i have a secret room right back there <laughs> right under oh, your s- noses screw you screw you dude with a tiger and i've already made another raptor that's even more of a badass than the one we just had. Mr. And the, the Spider-Man drop that it did. Yeah. Which, you know, somehow it knew it knew which room she was already in. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Was dumb too. And yeah. it opens up the door. Up, uh, you know, from, it's got enhanced senses. It can smell. It can see through walls and everything, but it doesn't know to Maybe. not stand on glass ceilings. Well, you know when you got a raptor. It's <coughs> what are you going to do? Um, anything else? Before we wrap up? No. Or raptor up? No. Nope. So anyways. That, that wasn't Ethan making that joke. Yeah. I can see Ethan saying that. I, I think I might need to run the show next week. Maybe a little more structured. <laughs> a little less all over the place. What's wrong with all over the place? Because all over the place is no structure in it. We never really talked about 24 places. This is weird, well, a weird yeah. review of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom with peppered pieces of Jurassic Park in it. Well, you talked about dinosaurs. You talked about yes, but the other if movies. We're talking twenty-five years of go- when we should have started with Jurassic Park and keep moving from there. But we don't. Do we really need to, to review Jurassic Park? It's not reviewing also- it. It's talking about if you want to talk about. Watch as we have a production meeting on air. This is what I'm talking about for the panel too. The idea of having it be a little more structured in terms of what these specific points in these people's lives oh yes mean i know that like that. Gonna, that same we'll, thing here see, like it's the panel thing. will be more structured this is not supposed to be this is supposed to be just you know us kind of being no, a it's conversation not supposed to, it's better when it's structured it's kind of all over the place i don't think really <laughs> leave us a comment let us know if you like structured or not structured <laughs> like anyone's listening <laughs> and if and you are at comic-con years, i don't think we're getting one now if you're at comic-con this year make sure you come by on saturday at the library from 2 to 3 where we'll be well, having... There's where you lost everybody. <laughs> Go to Comic-Con, come to the library. Come to the library. Oh, boy. That's to the nice, library nice auditorium. Room. Let me tell you, that room is better than any other room I've ever sat in Oh, that's in. so nice. It's, a sh- it's one of those things I sit in there like, I kind of wish I'd sit in the audience. Those seats look a lot better than anything <laughs> I've ever sat in for one of these. It's, I mean, it's an auditorium. Um, where we'll be doing our Star Wars Declassified... Auditorium. How a galaxy far, far away has impacted the world. So make sure you check us out on Facebook.com for more information. We are at Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show, and we are on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris and Mikey, I'm already saying we'll talk to you next week.